Good, 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 good afternoon slash evening, possibly morning if you listen to this tomorrow. And welcome to episode five, season one of Two Black Women, A Mixed Review. I am one of your hosts, Chelsea. Hey, y'all, it's Rashonda. So let's see, updates since we last spoke. I know it's a little bit past Sunday. I was busy last week. Um, um, no, no real big updates, just still been busy. <laughs> that, that's about it. Um, I did get a lot of cleaning done. There we go. I've been doing a lot more deep cleaning around the house. I got the kitchen really well in order. You know, we talk about changing air filters, but I don't feel like we do enough to talk about making sure you're cleaning out like the little slits in the door like of wherever you're because like I have like a whole linen closet which is where like my air vent and all that big fun stuff is and so I can change the filter all I want but like the door itself and then the grate that sits on top of the filter I just did like a really really big deep clean of that and it was gross but it got done you know so yeah I've just been cleaning and I finally set up my raised garden bed I got some excuse me, jalapenos, zucchini, and basil in there right now. Depending on how things go over the next couple of months, I might put another bed out there come fall, you know what I'm saying? We shall see. Um, so yeah, that's about it for me. Rashonda, what you got going on? Uh, absolutely nothing. I want to go back on vacation, have my little <laughs> mini vacay for my birthday. I'm still not over it. Came back to a shit ton of work. <laughs> so much work. Like, oh my, I've never had so much administrative side. You know, they be lying when they say 75% direct, 25% <laughs> administrative liars. It is definitely like the opposite. But um, other than that, I haven't been doing much been doing much watching tv they put my wife and kids on um hulu been watching that of course but uh i did some cleaning i did some yeah not not per se deep deep cleaning but (laughs) i tried to clean a little bit at least (laughs) other than that nothing (laughs) other than that seems like it's been so 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 busy with work stuff yeah, absolutely. Absolutely same. All right. So talky topic for the day. Um, mine is going to be on anime and I may just mostly do mine on media from now on just because. Um, so for this week, it's going to be about anime. For those of you who do know me, I am a lover of animes. Um, basically what I do in my pastime I'm very so much someone who gets into escapism but like video games which I am getting back into slowly but surely um aren't too big for me but just being able to like lay on my couch melt into the form of a potato and watch three or four different animes and just like binge a season and one sitting that's kind of my jam so what I wanted to talk to you guys about is if you are into anime um, Netflix, I don't know if they've been doing this, but recently uh, I've definitely been getting them more on my recommended tab of Chinese animation or Chinese animated shows. Um, so I've really enjoyed them so far. One that I'm currently watching is, I think it's called like The Life of the Immortal King or like The Everyday Life of the Immortal King or something like that. And it's if you watched Psyche K, which is, you know, psychic, but Psyche K, if you watched that and you enjoyed it, you will like the life of an immortal king. Like, it's pretty funny. Um, it's just like these, these, this super ultra powerful character who has to experience, like tries to experience life as a normal person, but that's impossible because he's a super ultra powerful human being. So it's really, really good. It's really funny. 
Um, it's ridiculous. Like you don't really have to watch one episode. Like you don't have to like start from episode one if you don't want to, because they do a really good job of like recapping on like certain events. Like if someone says something, it'll be like, oh yeah, because this thing happened. And so it's like, you don't even need to have watched like episodes one through three. Like you'll still get an idea of what had gone on in those because by episode four, they'll give you a brief recap of everything. So it's good. Um, I think it's pretty funny. So yeah, check that out if you have not already. If you like Psyche K, I think you'll like The Life of an Immortal King. And if you've watched The Life of an Immortal King, but you haven't seen Psyche K, then I recommend Psyche K to you. Because again, funny. Um, so that's about it for my talking topic. Yes, Rashawn? I have a question. Like for people like me that haven't really been that into anime, what's a good starter? and it would depend on what type of things like you typically like watching so if you're someone who is very much into like action stuff so again like I know you said that you like Marvel Cinematic Universe so really you could start with any shonen type anime so um to give you something that's not super because I wouldn't recommend if you're just getting into anime I would not recommend trying to start you off with something that's been going on for forever so I wouldn't recommend Bleach or Naruto (laughs) or One Piece or anything like that I would recommend something that either only has one season currently like it's just getting started or um that only has like maybe two seasons so far um so if you really like like action and gore like blood doesn't make you squeamish or anything like that I would say attack on titan um they just finished up the last season so it's four seasons so it's not too long um and it's on hulu so you can take check that one out um jujutsu kaisen is one that's really popular right now they just finished season one it's on i believe it's on netflix i know it's on crunchyroll that's where i watched it um demon slayer is a good one it has one season right now i believe and then they did do an ova which is basically just like when they give an anime that's really really good like a little its own little movie like an hour and a half long movie um so that's a really good one. I would recommend any of those if you're like really into action and like kind of not, I wouldn't say they're super scary, but um, if you just like classic action, but you like mecha, of course, literally any of the mobile Gundams, like you can find tons that aren't like the exact same one. Like this is a spinoff. This is a spinoff. Iron-Blooded Orphans is one that I really liked that's on Netflix. Uh, if you like slice of life type stuff, which is more like romance and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I'm trying to think of the last one that I saw that I really enjoyed. Um, hmm. I'll get back to you on it because I know I watched one and I was like, oh, this is cute. And I finished it. Um, but then there was another one that I started watching where I was like, oh, this is cute. And then it got like real sad and really real, real fucking quick. And I was like, whoa. So I still haven't finished watching it. <laughs> it was making me cry too much. I don't like to cry like when I'm watching anime. And like I was crying like every single episode after a certain point. And I was just like, I got to put this down because this is too way too much. Um, so I'll get back to you on a slice of life one. If you're just like straight in horror like I am, another is really good. Eleven Eyes is really good. Um, yeah, just like supernatural, like hoes getting chopped up, people are dying, or they're being eaten by demons. So Blood Plus, Blood C, those are good. <laughs> so yeah, I would recommend some of those because again, they have like maybe one or two seasons. They're not super long. Um, And again, like if you're just getting into it, you want to be able to get something that holds your attention. Oh, another great one that's like straight action, um, One Punch Man. That one is really good. Very popular. A lot of us are waiting for season three. We already want seasons three through five like yesterday. But so far, we've only gotten two seasons. So that one's really good, too. So those would be my recommendations. Like if you're just starting out and you're wanting to kind of get a feel for what types of anime you do like I would recommend those 
Um, Netflix has a really good selection now. Hulu has a really good selection now. Hulu actually has one that I really liked. What's the name of it? Give me one second because, let me see. Is it this one? Okay, so it's, I don't really know like how it's supposed to be pronounced like in English, um, but I guess in Japanese it's pronounced Yoromongando and it is also really good. Now this, yeah, this one's on Hulu. And it's wild. So just watch that one. And it's even got a little shout out of Fort Bragg, North Carolina. I was like, oh, what uh -oh. up? <laughs> so yeah, um, it's spelled J-O-R-J-O-R-G-A-M-U-N-D. Yorgamond. I guess that's how it's supposed to be pronounced, but yeah. Yorgamond. Check that one out on Hulu as well. That one's a good one. Again, that's one, like one or two seasons. So yeah, <laughs> a lot of different, a lot. I know I gave y'all a lot, but just like I said, check those out. Um, if you have any recommendations for me, you know, again, hit your girl. You know, we have our, I finally got into our email account. So send me any recommendations. If you have questions or want to hear or get my opinion on certain anime, of course, please email and ask or email and recommend. But okay, yeah, that's it for me and mm -hmm. my talky topic. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I think I got a little bit of a piggy pack piggyback off of your talking topic right so how do you feel about this current debate in terms of black women don't like nerds or oh, don't like black nerds that's a lie it's been a lie <laughs> the same folk okay look I'm gonna be completely honest with you like there were definitely some black dudes who were nerds that I did not like and some black dudes who were nerds that I did like and the ones that I didn't like Smelt like must. <laughs> they did Naruto runs from the bus to their lawn and back and across the school. And I'm like, I mean, look, if you're going to do the run, at least have the, the, the get up to go with it. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be yeah. one thing. None of them ever came to school in a full decked out cosplay and did that run. Had they done that? Shit, I probably would have proposed on the spot. But... <laughs> And again, like it's, like, it's, like, really wild because there are so many other, like, Black male nerds who will say, like, no, 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 no. I knew a lot of Black women who liked anime and were into the same nerdy type stuff. And I'm wondering if this is just, like, a critique because I feel like I hear about this more in the South. Like, people being, like, oh, well, uh, Black girls don't like... Yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> we may not make it, like, an overarching part of our personality, <clears throat> but we do like it and furthermore we don't dislike guys who like y'all just don't be checking for us and like it's okay to say that it's yeah like, say I feel like that the types of girls that you were checking for were not checking for you but don't sit up here and try and act like oh all black women picked on us because we like anime because I surely did not I absolutely was one of the people that got picked on for liking anime in middle school and high school but guess what your girl was still watching full metal alchemist and bleach because i did not care like so yeah i it's they just they just be capping they just be capping i'm like just because you had your blinders on doesn't mean we just poof and started popping up out of the ground like daisies in 2015 like no 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 we've been on this wave so yeah miss me with that I'm really glad like I haven't heard any of the dudes that I went to school with say that because I sh old enough would have been on their neck like uh-uh-uh-uh you know you lying you telling stories <laughs> you telling stories because it's just wild and like again like I still get dudes who'll be like 
you're just so rare. I'm like, how am I rare? They're like, you're a black girl that likes anime and and I'm like, I'm not rare. Like I have so many, so many female friends and non-men friends who love anime, who happen to be black as well. So I'm just like, shut up. (laughs) Yeah, I'm still trying to... Mm, form my opinion on it I never 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 like and me as somebody that wasn't really that in well I wasn't into anime at all I didn't even know what anime was back then you know but I never didn't like somebody because they liked anime you know or because they were a nerd like people may have superficial reasons and I'm not even going to tell them that they haven't been turned down before but the idea that they were turned down solely because they liked anime okay then you should have gone somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Like there were other people that would have been. And if you weren't attracted to those people that did like the same thing as you, that's fine too. You can say that. But the idea that again, like, well, the only reason I got turned down was because I liked anime. No, sir, you were probably musty. You could have been ashy. Um, A lot of them that that do make liking anime like a linchpin for their personality also tend to have a really big issue with being misogynistic pieces of trash and so it's like your lack of respect for women probably had more to do with you getting turned down than you you know wanting to dress up as Goku for Halloween like we uh, that I'm sorry and so yeah I feel like I will say I had a lot of friends that were into it now thinking about it and sometimes they were the ones that would stand up in the middle of the lunchroom and do you know and go super sane like and oh, I, I thought it was one. like the you know I, I thought it was a I definitely funniest thing like, that. That like was- I thought it was the funniest thing and I used to hang out with them like literally got up from our lunch table to start doing that and I'm still hanging out with them he was one of my not best friend but he was a really good friend all throughout high school and I was still talking to him after high school like- but um, I'm sorry. I will say confidence. I didn't know that's what I was looking for in high school, but I went for a lot of confident guys, which did, you know, steer me away from the guys that I was hanging out with. But that wasn't I didn't say, oh, you're you're nerdy. I don't like that. You know, it was that these other dudes had a little bit more confidence in terms of um what they wanted. And I realized that when I got older, though. I wouldn't, I would not have been able to point that out in high school. No, um, a lot of the Black dudes that I went to high school and even in college, like when I was an undergrad that really, really liked anime, also really, really only liked white girls or non-Black girls. Mm -hmm. And so again, like, (laughs) just getting a little bit early, but let's get into that real quick, just for a short, (laughs) just for a really short amount of time. Like Black women especially catch a lot of flack for dating outside of the African-American community. And one of the biggest things that I hear people talk about is like, but what about racism? Like, what if his family is racist? And I'm like, look, I'm not saying that's not a big deal, but here's my thing as an African-American woman in the South who likes certain types of shit. Like there's other isms that I need to be worried about even if I'm dating a black man. Colorism, Mm-hmm. homophobia again as a queer black woman like that is something that I have to be aware of like being someone who identifies as bisexual like I also have to be aware of the fact that there will be people who will have certain opinions right about homosexuality bisexuality and everything else in between and I'm like that's something else I'm gonna have to deal with misogyny again noir, especially um pattern idealization and devaluation of people based on gender like again so it's like there are all these other things I'm gonna have to worry about regardless so the idea that my biggest concern should be the fact that I may have to put up with my partner's hypothetical racist family whom I have not even met is just like mm, it's not giving we're supposed to have gay for y'all to try and convince me to only date within the African-American community and again attached to that is I do not see black men catching nearly as much flack. Like, yeah, you may, I may see somebody on Twitter every once in a while going, man, you know, black women is where it's that dog, you tripping. But most of the time they do not get catch the same that we catch. So 
Of course not, because Black women are aggressive. Black women are hostile. Black women are all these other things. All these other besides attractive that they start, but that they still turn around and search for in other women because a Latino woman can have an attitude and it's spicy, it's sexy, which is still fetishization. Like I'm not even saying that that's something that should be congratulated. Like that's still like madass, weird, and toxic. But still, it's the way in which it's framed when it's another person or another race doing it versus when it's Black women. And so again, a lot of the dudes that I knew that were really into anime were very much anti-black women so again that brings up the point of you are not checking for us and you mm-hmm. can be honest about that you assumed that black women would either a not like it or b you would be more attractive to everybody else right if you liked anime and if you made that again like the shining pendulum of your fucking personality and so you went after non-black women and when they turned you down you came back to us as a last resort and you just picked the wrong one who was like hell no because you corny and you smell like wet dog so then you (laughs) conflate that into well all black women turned me down because i was a nerd no sir you were whack and that's okay you were whack we were all whack at one point in our lives we yeah. couldn't all have been perfect from birth it just didn't happen like that we were all whack at one point in time and that is okay to admit yours just also happened to be during your like deep anime phase just say that but again yeah. like this thing where they try and frame it as oh well black women just didn't like me because i was a nerd and da-da. nah bruh i ain't i ain't even to rock with you on that because i know for a fact that is inaccurate I know it's inaccurate. And I think the reason why it's even coming up now is because it's so trendy to like Black women, you know? So they have to say, oh, well, I didn't date Black women because Black women didn't like me, you know? Because my, like, it's just, I've been seeing it and it's so trendy, you know, liking Black women or, you know, appreciating Black people is trendy at times. Yeah, it's really getting on my nerves, especially on TikTok, where it's like, oh, I love me a Black woman, da 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 Sir, the hoes you follow on TikTok, your follow list does not match up. Your exactly. follow list, your saved tweets, your pinned tweets, and your retweets on Twitter do not support this claim. Yeah. The lie detector test results have came back, and the results are that you lied thank you Mari because I was 110 percent sure that motherfucker was lying and that's exactly a lot of the time again if you like and I, it's funny because I actually had a couple TikTok videos about this too of if you like black women if you I don't that's great but there is a tale of people who have dated black women versus people who have not and also their intentions when dating black women Mm because if when I go to ask you what you like about me and the way in which you describe me makes me feel like some limited edition cocoa puffs cereal (laughs) like a promotion you so chocolatey zesty spicy round delicious like keep that away from me please and thank you so yeah, I it, I feel that very much so is that people will try and, you know, present themselves as someone. And it's like, you don't have to do that because just like I'm not going to ask you specifically if you like Black women, I'm not going to ask you about your preference at all. Because <laughs> I really don't care. That's why I don't understand like when people, again, like I made a TikTok video about this as well, about, you know, the difference between preference and exclusion. And it's like, if you prefer something, you're saying, I like A and B. However, I prefer A to B. If there's no more of A, I will have B. And exclusion is, yeah, I don't like B at all, point blank period. And so when men just be out here like, like it literally like the sky will just be blue and a black woman will breathe and just exist and motherfuckers will be like and i don't date black bitches because and it's like what, huh? what in that mean? order <laughs> literally sky is blue day ends and why black woman had the nerve to breathe and here <laughs> these brooches come black bitches and white women do it better and latino oh my god like, bro shut Oh, my God. I remember being in high school and getting picked on by everybody. And I remember people ridiculing me for dating white men or white boys at the time, right? My thing was, 
when they would get on me about like, why don't you date black dudes? I'm like, cause black dudes gotta ask me out, sis. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Just walk up to one and be like, hey, you, me and you, we go together now. Like I couldn't, <laughs> I didn't have, I wasn't with that back then. I didn't have that kind of confidence. I still don't. But again, like, but again, like as I got older and I got to college, I was like, oh, like just in my general area where I was in my environment, there were not black men who were attracted to me or if they were, they did not say anything. When I got to college, I was like, oh, bet. So black dudes actually do like black girls who like anime. All right, cool. So again, like I won't even take away from them that they may not know at a before a certain point in their life but when you are at the big ass age of over 21 years old you know you know that there are people who look like you who like the same stuff that you do you cannot keep using the fact that someone in high school said something negative you about your preferences or your likes you can't keep using that as a crutch for why you just remain a shitty person with Mm -hmm. shitty views yeah and I just I'm not discrediting anybody's, you know, past, their traumas, whatever they experienced growing up, you know. However, it's the whole generalizing it to all Black women. No Black women likes me. All Black women have done these things. No, man. Like, have we have we not outgrown that aspect of it? Like, I feel like at least we should outgrow that in generalizing it. You know, call out who it is that offended that you. Part. Yes, call out the people. Because again, it's like I said, like, was there a point in time where I was like, oh, black men don't like black girls who like anime? Yes, until I got to college. So again, I was 22. Even if you haven't gone to college, if you're over a certain age, you've at least got some experience working with the general public, right? Like, so let's say you just immediately join the workforce or you join the military, like especially if you join the military. I know you done met people from all walks of life. So it's like it's the math is not mathing now for in the year 2021 from dudes to still be sitting up here like, oh, black women just didn't like me because this, that, and the third. And it's like that's likely not the case. There was probably something else going on, whether or not you were aware of that. Okay. That's, we can leave, we, we can let that be left open for discussion, but you can't just keep saying it's this one particular thing. And that one particular thing happens to be the fact that you're a nerd because it just doesn't work like that anymore. Like we know for a fact that black women like nerds. Yeah. You just have to maybe reevaluate what your personality traits are. <laughs> Maybe there are some (laughs) fine tuning or adjusting that needs to be going on and some healing. Because again, like you said, not to discredit anyone's traumas. If you really did experience some traumatic ass stuff related to how you were treated in high school, again, I know for me, if I could go back and tell you, you they say, if you could go back in time and tell your younger self anything, what would it be? I used to make the joke of, I would just tell 15 year old me to fight all them hoes that picked on me. But for real, like I would probably go back in time and just tell myself like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with the way that you are. Because the amount of body dysphoria that I still struggle with and just like, insecurities that I had to heal from based on how people treated me in high school like I was like man those those children were awful literal demons but guess what I went and got the help that I knew I needed I healed from it so it's a whole other topic too the insecurities the freaking body dysphoria Morphia. that's like a whole nother segment topic whatever else it is like that runs so deep especially for women like I'm not discrediting men and what they have gone through but I can only speak for my point of view which is you know myself and then the other women that I was around and how we interact with each other and how we think about our own body types and how we're never satisfied Yo, and I got a whole thing about that from like, just again, like the discourse around body positivity, plus size versus being mid-size or average size and just, yeah, you know, child. But again, yes, I struggle with those things, but like I said, I went and got the help that I needed. And so a lot of what I'm seeing on social media now is like you said, generalizations and projection. And people are not doing enough critical thinking on their own or any honest self-reflection to try and get to the bottom of that. Like 
is it all black women didn't like me or was it just the ones I was around? Cause that's valid to say like the black women I was around, they did not like anime. They said it was corny. And then I was a cornball for like an anime. Okay. Bet. But again, that's the women you were around. You do not get to turn around and then say, well, all black women didn't start liking anime until recently. Cause no boo boo. I was waking up at the crack of dawn at the year age, prime little age of seven years old to watch the new Sailor Moon episode. So what we won't <laughs> be doing is that I grew up watching Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. I have a Dragon Ball Z tattoo. I grew up watching Hayao Miyazaki and Studio Ghibli movies. I have a Hayao Miyazaki Spirit Away tattoo. Like we're not going to sit up here and say. <laughs> that like this was something new this is just a new trend and I really feel like that didn't actually start becoming an issue until Megan Thee Stallion did her Todoroki cosplay from mm-hmm. My Hero Academia that's when a whole bunch of people oh she's just liking it because it's a trend and I, don't know. I was like bro but we cannot keep doing this we cannot keep having the same discourse and she obviously knows who the character is even if she doesn't watch every single anime known to man, she at least watches that one. And that's a whole another issue of just gatekeeping in general, like trying to gatekeep nerd fandom stuff. Like I'm a nerd and I got picked on for being a nerd. So now other people can't claim to be nerds because they didn't experience what I experienced. Like you, you wasn't in the trenches. You weren't in the trenches getting picked on. Like, no, sir. Like if a person says they like anime, even if it's only one anime, they like anime, period. Like that's how that goes. I remember people trying to tell me, oh, well, Dragon Ball Z doesn't count as an anime. I'm like, and why the hell not? And why not? Explain that to me. Why does that not count? And they couldn't tell me. Of course not. They really couldn't just, well, because it's popular. Well, sir, if you want me to give you a lesser known anime, then to ask me if I'm a lesser known anime fan, I'm just an anime fan in general. Don't get me (laughs) wrong. There will be ones that I'll mention and people be like, what's that? And I'm like, oh, oh, okay, okay. (laughs) So clearly we both know some well-known and we both know some not so well-known anime. Can't have our past. Am I I going to the secret turtle society now? Uh. Oh, it's just, people just be getting on some of like the weirdest stuff to try and gatekeep. And it frustrates me because I don't do this. I can't imagine doing the same thing. If someone tells me I like anime, I'm like, cool. I don't even be asking. I might ask like, what's your favorite? But I'm not asking which ones have you seen recently? Or also, what are your top three? Because I'm going to decide whether or not you're a true anime fan. I'm just like, oh, okay. Which ones do you currently like? Like, you know, what's the last one you watched? Oh, have you seen this one? Because it's really good if you like such and such and such and such. Same goes with music. If someone asks. I was just about to say that. If someone says I'm a Beyonce fan or a Nicki Minaj fan or a Paul Wall fan or a Bob Dylan fan or I love me some Mozart hope do you really think I'm in there asking them okay so what albums have you listened to and Beyonce self-titled album don't count Lemonade don't count you gotta, you gotta name something from the extended release of I Am Sasha Fierce. Like, recite the lyrics. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like, I ain't nobody doing all that. Like, it's just wild. Like, people choose like the weirdest stuff to gatekeep about. Like, and the only thing that I, I can really, the only thing I think it is important for us to gatekeep about is pizza. Because pineapple does not go on pizza. No, pineapple. oh my god! <laughs> if you really I'm like, like where is she going with this? Putting pineapple on no. But again, <laughs> it's just like people choose like some of the weirdest stuff to gatekeep about. Um, again, irrespective, like when it comes to cultural things, fine. Like, hey, this is a very sacred cultural thing. Don't do that if you're not a part of this culture. I absolutely understand that. I see so many people getting all these tribal tattoos that are like sacred to the Maori people or sacred to indigenous peoples or sacred to certain African um, cultures and countries. And so those, those things, I'm like, absolutely, like, no, absolutely, like, gatekeep that. If it's sacred, like, do that, you know. But then sometimes people get so up in arms about it or so hypervigilant that they start jumping on people on behalf of another culture. <laughs> like, <laughs> I remember, like, that woman 
folks was on her neck about wanting to throw like an authentic Japanese tea party for her daughter. You remember that? Where like she ordered like the kimonos mm-hmm. and like everything else. And like, and, and people were like really upset. But then you had like some people who were like, of you know, Japanese who were like, this isn't, this isn't what y'all think it is. Like we do not consider this cultural appropriation. Now, again, within that, Japanese people are probably not a monolith right so there may have been some people who were offended by it but again it was people who were not Japanese that were jumping on her neck about it and that's when I was like this is why I mind my business um if it ain't got nothing to do with me or my blackness I'm I'm minding my business yeah yeah I can agree with that it's like when it's stuff and you want to gatekeep that absolutely because again especially if it's a culture that's not well respected or well represented i absolutely am am on board with people being able to gatekeep that but the media and other stuff like no i'm just like y'all are just out here causing an issue to cause an issue and wow how boring your life must be if that is the case (laughs) true very true i agree I agree. The cultural part gets a little, you know, uh, I'm not even going to say sensitive because it's not sensitive, but a little iffy in terms of uh, what people are willing to respect in regards to Black culture, because I can only speak for being Black because I am, you know, 100% Black. (laughs) And and even within that, and even within that, like how we gatekeep African-Americans who are racially ambiguous, um, you know, again, like the idea of like how black does a black person need to be? If mm-hmm. they're visibly brown or black, cool. If they're not and they benefit from, you know, again, like we talked about earlier, like colorism or being fair skin, having um, features that are more Eurocentric, if they are not outwardly viewed as African-American, what parts of African-American culture can they partake in? And it's not so much as restricting them from being that I've seen. It's not so much restricting them or telling them that they're not able to, but that when they do, again, people are just on their head about it. Like, and they'll be like, my, both my, like one of my parents is black. One of my parents is white. And like, they'll show you like photographic evidence. People are still like, well, you don't look black. So don't do that. And I'm like, that's not the hill I'm willing to die on um, by any means. Um, Again, like there are going to be certain things about African-American culture that I may not necessarily feel needs to be gate, you know, like I don't may not think certain things, you know, we need to go through a whole gatekeeping trope on versus, you know, again, just making sure that people are educated on these certain practices. You know, again, like when we talk about, cornrows and box braids and stuff and people be like well if they want to get box braids they can get box braids because it's just hair and I'm like okay that's fine but my issue is if this is someone who works an eight to five job or goes to certain environments and they talk like this on a regular basis but then on the weekends when they put some yarn braids in their hair Suddenly they want to talk like this and they got, and you know, ain't can't nobody tell them gun nothing because you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just how it is. You know, that's just, that's just how it really, really is for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's when I have an issue. You know what that reminds me of? You see the TikTok <laughs> where the lady is like, she looks like a carrot, but in all reality, she's like, I'm from the hood, though. I'm from the hood, though. I'm like, really, really, really from the hood, though. <laughs> it is the funniest thing. That's what it reminds me of, like, because it's a song, but she starts taking off, like, her jacket and stuff. She got a jersey on or something, and she's doing, I'm from the hood, though. I'm from the hood, though. I'm like, all right. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like, look, if that's really where you from and you rep that, good for you but again but again like I said and and, and even within that like of course like for African-Americans a lot of us code switch right so how I talk like on this show it's not vastly different from how I talk in my professional life to be completely honest I usually be like less vulgar cuss words but I still be guessing that um you know again like there's code switching 
And then there's just changing your entire personality to fit this. And so again, like if you have bone straight hair and you want some cornrows and you decide that you want to be defiant of black people when we say don't do it, go right on ahead and get them cornrows. But when your edges fall out, because the braiders had to reach down into your cerebral cortex just so that they can make sure them hoes stayed in for, for six, eight weeks. Don't say nothing. When you go to take them braids out and you are losing inches of your hair, don't say anything. Nothing at all. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see the tears. None of it. If you post it, I'm gonna tell you to suck it, suck it up. (laughs) up. I don't want to hear none of that because we told you it was a bad idea. And again, it is something that was started in different communities. And don't get me wrong, like I know everyone's been doing braids for forever because that's their favorite comeback. Is the Vikings had? I was just about to say, don't forget about the Vikings had like one big ass fishtail braid number one. (laughs) And it was not the same as box braids, sis. It's not the same as bantu knots. It's not the same as two strand twists. It's not the same as cornrows. It's just not. They had different styles. And again, you wear whatever style you want because you are absolutely right. It is hair. It is your body, your choice, honey. If you want to go down to Lee's Beauty Supply and buy you 20 packs of Ken A. Kalon hair for $3.99, because let's be honest, y'all hoes is the reason the prices keep going up on this shit. And y'all, <laughs> if you want to get it put in your hair and turn around like that one girl on TikTok and having to shave your entire head off because you had a reaction to it because A, the hair was not cleaned properly, your hair was not cleaned properly. There was not enough care taken. The braids were too tight. And sometimes people just have an allergic reaction to guess what? Synthetic fibers, because that's what they are, guys. When you go and get these braided extensions, it's synthetic fiber. So when you walking around looking like Caillou, because you didn't oh. want to when we told you not to put them braids in your head, you have fun have at it have had it but i will have very little i will have no sympathy for you very little empathy just because i do know what it's like to have you know your eyebrows braided back for like the first three weeks folks asking if you got botox like i know what that feeling is like when you get tight braids but i don't know what it's like to have to lose that much hair because guess what my curl pattern and texture of my hair is suitable for that style so braid your hair honey braid your hair do what you want wear the dashikis if you must <laughs> but when people call you foolish don't say don't come looking for me I used to have folks I remember I had a cohort that asked me that one time she was like but if I'm just like singing a song and the n-word is in it like is that like the same thing as saying it and in my mind I was like well, if you're verbalizing it, yes, you're still saying it. But I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to tell you like this. <clears throat> I said, I might side eye you. I'm going to give you a strong side eye. It's not even going to be a mic. I'm going to side eye you. I said, I'm not the type of person to turn around and try and get physical with you. But if we in a public place in mixed company and somebody else has a problem with you saying it and they get up to put hands on you. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not in this. Okay. Don't look for me. Don't try and make me the one black friend that's cool with it. Cause I never said I was. I just said, I'm not going to lay hands on you. I'm a side out of hell out of you. Yeah. I don't, I don't give passes though. I do not. I will never be that person to give nobody no passes. Say nothing. Do not. <laughs> Come at me with that. That okay? will never be me. Is it okay if I say it in a song? I remember one time I was at this party and what was it? It was Bodak Yellow came home. And of course, everybody, like with much enthusiasm, said the N word every time it came up. And I just remember sitting there like, 
You can't find all of them, Chelsea. Just go on about your business. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I say something, of course, it's just a phone. Like, I said, I just, I don't get the obsession. Like, it's it's definitely become an obsession with saying the word. And now it's using it in the song. They're using that as an excuse. Because if I'm being honest, as a kid, I did not curse in front of my parents. I still don't curse in front of my mom. I can tailor myself enough to not curse in front of my mom songs and language when I'm talking to my sister everything if it's in front of my mom I tailor that how is it that difficult <laughs> you know for you to tailor or you know censor yourself well think, well think about it think about it this way it's like you do that out of respect from your mom they have no intentions of respecting anybody when mm. they decide that they absolutely have to use that word. And it's more so the, I have to perform mental gymnastics in order to make this okay because I don't want to feel as though somebody is excluding me from something. People don't like to feel excluded, right? Like we all know FOMO, fear of missing out. Like I get that, like in that school and everything. But again, it's like that thing of, you know, people were like, well, it's just a word. And I'm like, exactly. It's just a word. And there's so many other words in the English language that you could be using. Why do you have to use this one? And what's more funny, I actually saw like a TikTok the other day. I can't remember what the word was, but again, it was the wise, um, you know, this person, this white woman called this black woman, the N word, but with the hard ER. Mm-hmm. And the other woman said it with an A. Or it was a dude. It was a dude that was like doing like a rap battle. And he said, said it with the A. Oh, yeah. yeah. And this dude was like talking about like, oh my God, I cannot remember the term. But it was like, even though you're changing the ending of the sound, like even though these sound like two different words, they have the exact same meaning. And my <laughs> thing is, look, the people who created that word as a means to degrade and dehumanize African-Americans, their descendants still use it the exact same way. So when you ask me why you can't use it, just like the way that Black people use it, that is why. That is why, because the people who are the descendants of the ones who came up with this word for us, who still feel this way about us, use that term directly in a derogatory manner towards us. So until you can prove to me that you are in no way, shape or form related to them or any of those other ancestors who came up, who helped create that word or helped create any of the institutions of power that actually did serve to dehumanize and marginalize African-Americans. No, I don't want to hear you using it around me because I will look at you like you're like you're one of your ancestors. Mm. Well, my ancestors were from Cambodia. Then why the hell do you need to say it? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's It's just the weirdest Trendy, once again, trendy. Like, I mean, let's just be honest about this. When it comes to American culture, a lot of what is ever going to be trendy throughout history will be something that was started by Black folks, period. And anyone who wants to be on trend wants to be on trend as on trend as they possibly can be. So it's not just about wearing a red bandana handkerchief shirt. Okay, it's not just about having the box braids. It's not just about talking, misusing AAVE because they can never use it appropriately. Um, It's not just about getting the 20 inch acrylics. It's not just about, you know, literally doing any and everything that black women and black men have been doing in this country. It's not just about doing that. It's about having to feel as though you are immersed in every single experience. That's why some of them will fetishize being in relationships with African-Americans because the BBC or the Black women and they're uh, so sassy and I like it. And it it makes me think of uh, bringing down the house, which don't get me wrong, as a child, I loved and it was not until I was an adult that someone was like, "Mm." Eugene Levy's, like, his character's attraction to Queen Latifah's character was kind of cringy. And I went back and I watched it and I was like, uh, ay, ay, uh, ooh. and so again, it's that I have to feel 
as if I'm living this life genuinely. I've got the hair. I've tanned 20 times in three weeks. So I got the skin tone. I've got the, the dialect down my G. Nah, I mean, um, <laughs> I got, I got, I got the chocolatey dark skin significant other. The only thing I need left for my transformation to be complete is to recite the incantation <laughs> saying nigga five times in a row. they're like yo like you don't have to do this like if you want to partake in the culture just say that if you really like everything that there is to like about the culture just say that it's cool we know but we know it's different with the appropriation and the appreciation there is no appreciation there's no appreciation if you have to try and argue me down when i say hey you can partake in everything except this you don't appreciate shit you just have a sense of entitlement to everything mm-hmm. that there is to have within this culture. And no, you, you may find some black folks who don't care. I get that. You, but it's, it's, we're not a monolith. Again, I'm not going to assume anybody else is a monolith. Don't assume that we are. We do not all think alike. We do not all sound alike. We do not like it. it, it find your tribe, find your tribe of black folks. That's going <laughs> to let you say that. And you say it around them if you feel you must, but don't try and do that whole, well, so, my other black friends that I could say, like, look, not recommended. <laughs> Results may vary, my guy. Results may vary. (laughs) (laughs) You got a subscription to Black folks in your hometown. Not over here, buddy. Like, (laughs) so that's just my thing. But like I said, you know, it's a, you know, people going, my First Amendment rights. Like, look, freedom of speech means that the government cannot tell you what to do freedom of speech does not mean freedom of consequence whether that consequence be you losing your job because you was dumb enough to get caught on camera saying it um or you wrote it down in a letter or you said it on snapchat and someone screen grabbed it or whatever the case may be um consequences could look like somebody handing you your teeth and your shoes (laughs) off the ground when they flew 50 feet away from you when you got knocked out like the consequences may vary person to person so again freedom of speech yes you can say what you want and for the most part in america you can do what you want understand that that will always be open to criticism and as a black woman in the south i'm very aware of what criticism is like my very existence in any way that i show up in any environment that i show up in is constantly criticized and ridiculed so again for us to say and maybe that's maybe that's a part of it right like we don't mind saying no or telling someone about themselves because we are so used to people having it to doing it to us yeah. And see, no one else ever says anything when it gets done to us. But the minute it's done to them, now they got to try and get as many people as they can. Well, that's just not fair. That's yeah. not, what? Well, all right, then. It's just all in all, though, with all things considered, I love being Black. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Like, it's just it's so lit over here. <laughs> it really is. It really is. And like I said, like a bulk of my, a large portion of the people that bullied me when I was in school were black. And so I did have some internalized stuff I had to work on. But when I got to college, like I really did get to start experiencing what it was like to be black and again, enjoy just the culture. Because again, like there was this belief of like, we all had to like the same things. We all had to listen to the same music. We all had to wear the same type of clothes and stuff like that when I was in high school. But I think that's just like anytime, right? Like anytime, mm-hmm. so like middle school, high school, that's just how kids think. Um, Cause again, like we're working on self-identity and finding a group and, you know, all that fun stuff. So of course in our minds, it's, well, we all have to like this thing and look at me, I'm a part of this group and we all like this thing, but this one person that looks like us doesn't like this thing. That's weird. We should point that out. Yeah. Right. And so again, like as an adult, I'm fully aware, like, like that's just like how kids brains think. But when I got to college, 
And I really got an opportunity. Oh my God, I loved it. Which is interesting because I went to a PWI, but I had a lot of black friends. And so it was, it was a great time. I had a blast. And I definitely just, I really do love everything about being black. Like I any any of the aspects of being black that I would say I would not recommend lie solely in the social constructs of racism and the patriarchy like that's yeah. it like it's nothing to do with actually like black people that I'm just I just love being black I really want the day for black people to be free of misogynoir and homophobia and the idea that you have to beat your kids in a submission in order to get them to respect you I I hope one day we get there. We're not there yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but again, the culture of being black, I I just can't imagine anything else. Really. And with all things put against us, being able to really love your, your own identity and being black, you know, like, boy, <laughs> once I learned to love that part, I was like, yo, is, <laughs> that's it. Is there? That's a wrap. <laughs> That was a wrap for me. Like, I was like, oh, bit. Bit. I'm with it. Let's do it. It's amazing. I would like to experience Freak Nick before I die. Yo. Like, I really would. (laughs) Like, come on. Just one more time. That would be so fun. One time for the one time, please, because I need that in my life. I can't wait to go back to New Orleans. My first trip to New Orleans, it was mostly like for like school stuff. So I didn't get to enjoy it as much as I would have liked. So I would really like to go back to New Orleans just for like purely leisure and experience that. Um, Yeah. I've never been, but I want to go. I've never been. And I definitely want to go. And I know our little talky topics basically took up. I love how like our talky topic also (laughs) just kind of like bloomed into the topic of the day. That was not the original topic that we had planned for today. But honestly, I don't even care. This was a really good discussion. (laughs) It was. Also, though, on a, you know, a lighter note, Normani. I love did you see it? Did you see the video? They ate that choreography like I had to watch it like six times to actually listen to the song itself because I was so blown away by the choreography. I was like oh no more I'm so happy for her please she's amazing stop playing with me (laughs) I'll buy another engagement ring if I need to (laughs) (laughs) like she's amazing like she's just Ever since she's, you know, started her solo career, she's one that we could have hit on too. Like she has been fucking killing it. And I'm like, yo. And I wouldn't have thought I would like it because you know the Aliyah, it's Aliyah's song. And I'm like, but she did it. She did did her thing. If you was gonna do it, you gotta do it. (laughs) She did, she did exactly what she needed to do. And she's and she knew that's why she came into it like it. She was like, I already know how y'all feel about Aliyah, so I'm not gonna play with y'all. Mm-hmm. like I'm gonna do what needs to be done to and she did that she understood the assignment and she brought extra credit and for she that did. Normani we say thank you we exactly thank you so much thank didn't you didn't even know we needed it not at all did not know I can't wait that's another thing no I can't wait till they put Aliyah's music back out <laughs> I can't wait till they put that on some streaming services. Dang. Here, like, well, all these folks hacking stuff, y'all won't hack in <laughs> and a racist day. At least hack in and give us the least albums and stuff, man. Dang. Dang. <laughs> Do something useful, please. Like, please. Come on We're now. At least for one day. We're exposing millionaires and politicians for being creeps. We've been new. Can we move on, please? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I have an actual request. Please. Come on. Well, I know that took up an uh, an extensional, a substantial amount of time. 
I don't even think we're going to hit on our actual topic for today, but it was a good discussion nonetheless. Nonetheless, we can always hit that topic next week or, you know, we can we can table it for another time because, again, I do want to open it up to any listeners. If you have any, you know, again, if you want to send us a letter asking a question, if you need some advice, um, you know, remember, we are therapists. I can do that. You need some advice. Um, if you want to ask our opinions on something or if you have suggestions on a topic, you know, again, you can email us at two black women amr at gmail.com. And that's spelled out T W O B L A C K W M E N A M R at gmail.com. And without a further discussion, I do believe that's it. You want to go ahead and close, Rhonda? Yeah. We got an event we got to get ready for. (laughs) I need time to put my face together. I have not. Yeah. Currently doing my hair. But thank you guys for listening. We will, well, we will talk to you guys next time. And that is it for this episode of Two Black Women, a mixed review. Bye, y'all. Bye.